think Commander Gals could start start up their own. They could shart as well. <laughs> they could shart. I don't know if Toe can. <laughs> Assess this game, my friend. You keep ignoring my cousin, and he's about to win. And if you use counter spell on me again, I won't understand. I won't understand. <laughs> um, now there's guy in a ledge they do this whole verse that i didn't get the words for and wish you would kill adam this turn my friend we're close to out of cards and he's gonna mill again but if you be dumb and let him win again i won't understand yada oh nice uh that was really good I, I mean, do not agree I, I should know. I, I that was really good words. So AJ, good job on the the words there, giving that to you. <laughs> the the, the singing was. <laughs> so is it is it semisonic? No, it's not semisonic. No. It's um third eye kind blind. Of the same. Uh, yes, third, third eye blind, blind with um the is it called jumper? Yes. Woo! But the thing that is even harder to come by as performed by who? In what movie? In what movie? Yeah. I mean, that was that suicide song pretty much, right? I don't know the movie that it would be from. Movie. Yeah. So this is what made it really tough, and it still was really tough. Um, This was a Jim Carrey movie singing in the movie Yes Man. I never saw that movie. I didn't either. And Jim Carrey's goofy and he has a lot of like inflections in there that. So why did you I go off of barely got, why did you go off of that version instead of like the actual, I'm just doing what I'm told. All right. Oh, so that's what AJ sent to you. That's <laughs> that's like, do it in the voice of Jim Carrey. Oh, I'm like, Jesus. <laughs> that's why it took me so long to even try. Cause I, you know, the song, you know, that version well enough. Yeah. And I'd never seen the movie. No, I've never. So seen you're just it. like, how is he doing this? <laughs> why is he like the? <laughs> yeah, I was wondering why you were doing that. I was like, that's horrible. That does not even sound like it. <laughs> like minutes. I was just like, I'm just gonna do this. AJ, don't, so, don't, don't make a song for me. I know you said I'm next. Don't, please, don't. <laughs> I beg you. Uh, please do. <laughs> um, and thank you for the song request. So I have again, to- Jumper from Third Eye Blind. Performed by Jim Carrey in the movie Yes Man. Nice. Welcome, Commander Smith. We are the Commander Smith. I'm Adam Smith. And I'm Lowry Smith. Don't worry. We're cousins. Well, this is episode 139. That was an amazing song. AJ also did another awesome thing this week. That uh, <laughs> that meme. And if you guys haven't seen master. it, did we did we tweet it out? Was it tweeted? No, out? our uh, Commander Gouts. Oh yeah. Did. So Commander Gouts got started by a mystery person we were trying to nail down who it was we thought for sure it was aj and aj's like nope not me and then we yeah and time time of tweets corroborate what he's that that it's not aj yeah and then uh thought it was trombley and i was like we were both kind of talking back and forth i was like it just seems like 
Yeah. How how the comebacks are and everything like that, that it's Trombley. Uh, well, I had in real life commander games, 13 hours of it this weekend, and Trombley was there. And that was one of the first things I was like, is that you, buddy? And he's like, no. And I was just watching his face. I'm like, is he lying to me? Is he... <laughs> Is he fucking with well, me? Um, like, I, I also would confirm that because Commander Gauss was tweeting about like a standard card and Trombley doesn't care yeah. about standard at all. And was using like hashtags and I don't think Trombley knows hashtags. You know, I mean, not that he doesn't know hashtags, but usually he's like us. Bro. We, I I, like I have to remind myself that as I'm tweeting out something like, oh, yeah, uh, I got to think of some hashtags that people use. <laughs> like don't even it's not even so, a part of my so we're now na- narrowing it down and we'll find out who you are one of these days commander gouts <laughs> one of these days it's one there's some days. witty uh comments on there it's pretty funny <laughs> it's, it's pretty i think commander gouts could start start up their own they could chart as well <laughs> they could chart. i don't know if Co- toe can commander charts now we got a new one another they, twitter they account. do <laughs> <laughs> it's just a underwear with like poop stains on it. <laughs> oh boy. All right. Commander Gouts, start commander shards. <laughs> the cool thing is it's, it's generic of, of a name enough that it could like be it's, you know, it can be its own thing. It's not necessarily like a commander Smith thing. Cause it's, it's at commander. If you guys want to follow him, it's at commander Gouts and it isn't one of us I promise. It's not one of us that did it. Okay. I'll be but, honest. I'm not that clever. I, yeah. they're, they're doing like gout and toe puns. Yeah. I mean, and even jumped into my son got bit by a gnat. Uh, check this out on Twitter too. If you haven't got a chance, but he got bit by a gnat on his forehead and Cindy, my wife, if she gets bit by gnats, she swells up. If it's three or more, she like gets nauseous. Like she's going to puke. Ooh. I think I've mentioned that before on the cast, but yeah. So, but I think Drake, cause he's so young, when he gets bit by one gnat, he just swells up. And so he got bit on his forehead last night and his whole forehead, just liquid swelling up, whatever. And then this morning it moved down to the bridge of his nose where he looked like the, uh, beauty and the beast, like beast from that. Did you ever watch that series? No, I didn't. You didn't. No, it's really bad, but it was, uh, yeah, it was a, a series of it. So then I got home and I I had him stand in front of uh, the wall and I was like, just just make a serious face and let me take a picture of you. And then I photoshopped him in with him. Into the, the TV show. Yeah, the TV show Beauty promo and the Beast. picture. <laughs> like, yeah, they had a, it, it does kind of look so, like him. So does the show have a kid? So it's Beauty no, Beast and a kid? No, this is what their like kid would look like if. And you just like <laughs> yeah. slid your kid in the middle there. Yeah. All right. Let's, you know, I photo or not. Well, yeah, Photoshop, you know, edit proxies all the time. And I got to say, doing a person is so much easier because, like, you use the magic tool. And with proxies, there's so much color and like drawings, like pixelated stuff that it's hard. You have to really go through the whole card to highlight things. With a person, I clicked on like his head. And his whole body, it just highlighted it for me. And I was like, oh, this is easy. Like, it took me five minutes to do the whole thing. Whereas a proxy takes me, shortest time is probably 15 minutes up to an hour to do one proxy. So, yeah. Look at all that time you put in. Yeah. People love it. That's good. 
Yeah. So last week's proxy you. of the week, you guys uh, can check that one out too, is uh, the uh, the Walking Dead stuff. So controversial. <laughs> they look good. Yeah. I'd rather have yours. And it's, uh, the, I made sure that we had ours done. So the two commanders that we're doing, going to try to build a deck around Glenn. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't buy them. So I'll still build, but it won't become like an official deck for me. Cheater. Well, <laughs> I'm lazy. Uh, okay. So this episode 139er said that today is all about what? Lands. lands. All lands, lands today. We are, if you guys probably went back, what, how many months ago do you think fave fives, the last fave five we did? It's been a while. So we're, we're, we're on two last topics of fave five lands we are doing today. And we are also going into Smith's mech. <laughs> Smith Max. Smith Max. Smith of the week. Smith specs of the week, and we are focusing on lands that uh, we think you could spec on. Uh, so this is just lands heavy episode. Um, I guess before should I jump into the tags and then is there anything Let's else I want to talk yeah. about? Is no, there, no. Yeah. I'd rather you know you know me. I like to be clean cut, quick. And we don't, you know, we don't have to dilly dally at all and we get this going. <laughs> Any other old man that sayings you want to say their words? Dilly dally, clean cut. Well, I don't clean whatever. Okay, so the way to support the show, check out Patreon. A uh, dollar or more gets you into the Discord. Uh, Five dollars or more gets you the proxy of the week, uh, and a dollar more also gets it so you can play some games. We played. Did we play some games last week on Cockatrice? Yes, we did. You, myself, Jaw, and we started with uh, Guy, but then uh, his little got up. So then it was just us three. Yeah, so that was Thursday. And then you're going to be playing some more later this week. So that's a big bonus if you want to jump on the Discord because we try to play try to play at least once a week if we can. Yeah. Uh, free way to support the show. Check out YouTube. Subscribe there. Uh, check out videos that will be there shortly. And for some odd reason, it isn't uploading our podcast stuff. So I have to manually go in and do that, which is stuff that you guys don't need to know. Uh, and then Twitter is where you can check out my son looking like Beast from Beauty and the Beast, the TV show. Or you can check out Proxy of the Week or other fun stuff we tweet out. And then Gmail is where you can also send us a direct message. All right. So that's everything there. Should we just jump into the? You want to start with Fave Fives, or do you want to? No, oh, Smith. God, I'm doing it again. Smith Max. Smith Max of the week. Oh, Sneak. really quick. I am drinking uh, from my neighbor. They gave me. Uh, I think because I had people over, they gave us a housewarming gift. <laughs> they were like, "Well, you finally have had people over that isn't like your family," because I had you know oh. people over to play in real life Commander thirteen hours. Yeah. Uh, so I have a new Belgium sour IPA. That's pretty delicious. That sounds good. How is yeah. what was what are you drinking there? Oh, a water from an Elgin tap <laughs> tap water. Yeah. I'm uh, I'm at least I'm close to two months sober, other than like a little half glass of homebrew from my uh, father in law. Is, so is that are you getting to the point where you think you can? We got to We got to talk gout. I mean, we have commander gouts yeah. now, so we at least have to have a segment on gout talk. Agreed. <laughs> Agreed. They said that we've done 33 episodes in a row, which I don't, you know, I believed it right when I saw it. And then uh, I'm like, that's, no, that's, that's a like, long time. Like, that's like a half a year. I know when my first, the gout flare up was when I was at the cabin 
um, uh, that was July. Yeah. So it's been since July, and I don't know if yeah. we've done an update. Once you got it, then once you caught the gout, then we could start no, talking. No, we, we did straight, and then you were just cleaning up, and then you hurt your shoulder, and I got gout. Yeah. And we care much more about my gout than your shoulder, <laughs> apparently. Because it just sounds like such an old man thing, and it's like, it, how is this? Did you a, and how did it happen? Dally? Yeah. <laughs> I'm an old but man. How did this happen where I had it, and then mine starts clearing up and then you get it. It's not contagious. We haven't seen each other. It's not like you can get it over the microphone. So it's just, oh, you know, it's because we're cousins. We just share stuff. I mean, the presumption would be that like grandpa or grandma has gout, but I don't, I don't think that's the case. I've never heard anybody in our family. It's just weird. Have it, you know? Well, our, our cousin, Chris. Yeah. You mentioned Chris before. Yeah. Yeah. And so, his non-related dad had it from my understanding my non-related uncle has it non-related to you and you think you got it from your non-related guy that worked at pizza hut (laughs) what's that the only other person i knew that had gout was uh a guy that worked at pizza hut that's the first time I ever heard of anybody was, having gout. Was that an old man? No. Well, he was older than I was at that time. I was in college, and he was 30, so he was a good six years, <laughs> seven years older than I was at that point. So old. Yeah. So. Um, I mean, so, I mean, it could be somebody, you know, like grandpa or grandma. You know, I just think it's it's contagious. Could be? No, that's... <laughs> That's not how arthritis works. <laughs> Maybe we have COVID gout. Mm, also not how that works. <laughs> Maybe that's how our body deals with COVID is we get gout. <laughs> I I mean, could be stress related. Yeah. No, I think it's, I, <clears throat> so mine, I, since we're doing updates, I had a flare up this week and I, it was from after our cast. Did we do a cast on Monday last week? Is that when we did it? Okay. Yeah. So I had that captain diet Coke and I, I think the, uh, direct relation to me is pop. So if I have anything that's with that, I've said it before the natural flavoring, but it's diet Coke in specific that is making it happen. So mine only lasts for two days now. So I feel it, but I can, always feel like my toe is there. Like that sounds really dumb. I'm glad. I'm <laughs> yeah. glad your toe is there. I, I could just, I, if I, I bend you, my yeah, toe, it always kind of feels there. It just feels like there's something like it's not completely right ever. You know, even when it's not hurting, I just bend it and I can feel that. I don't know that there's something. It's there. a little, a little bit stiffer. It feels like there's something in there yeah. a little bit now. Um, and when I do forget about it, Commander Gout sends out a tweet and I see that and it reminds me <laughs> that I do have gout and that I'm an old man and yes. that I did have half ago, almost two years ago. Yeah. All right. So, all right, let's jump into the actual, uh, let's see if I can find a good, what are we at now? Are we at least 10 minutes in? We are 15. So we, we, we did our, yeah, look at that. We're good at this. We did our Waste now, 15 minutes of everybody's time. <laughs> if we're different enough. You want to start yours off number five, or do you want me to start? go number six? What number six? <laughs> no, you can't use your other ones. Use your number five. Uh, no, I would like. I want uh, honorable mention, but maybe I do that at the. You end. You do that at the end. Honorable mentions happen at the end. 
I thought they happened at the beginning. No. Well, I mean, when they're not when you're doing lists like this, we do them at the oh. end. We'll say, okay, these are also okay. ones that we oh. liked. See how bossy Adam is. Everybody. I have to hang yeah. on a second. I got to mute the discord. What are you doing? The, the yeah, discord is making on. noise and I got to mute them. Quiet guys. Even, are you on a different discord than I am? No, <laughs> that was Bash talking there. All right. So why don't we he start? Could, he could be, he could be one of them. He could be the commander goats. Uh, he has potential. That's a good point. Oh yeah, because it is it is uh, narrowed down because the uh, the meme that AJ made, which was amazing, because it says yep. it's a big muscular muscular guy, and it says some dudes like, "Hey, how'd you get so muscular?" He's like, "I do a push up every time I." It says your name under it, but Lowry yeah. is the muscular guy, and he's like, "I do a one push up every time I alter or change my decks." <laughs> Yeah, the totally. other guy's like Jesus. <laughs> so then, Commander Gouts or whatever, not Commander. Yeah, Commander Gouts tweeted that out, and so then we we're like, "Oh, it's from because it was posted." Definitely the somebody Discord. from the Discord. Yeah. So, all right. Anyways, so why don't we start with your number five? Wait. Oh. I don't know if it deserves like a, a drum roll, but uh, I'm gonna go with Moreland Haunt. Moreland Haunt. You know <laughs> so we that might one. have done these these uh very differently. It's like so cards Moreland that Haunt, I use a lot. Do you use Moreland Haunt? I love Moreland Haunt. It's I have to like uh, look it up because that's not what? How do you spell it? it <laughs> More M O O R L A N D H A U N T. There it is. Moreland Haunt. So it's attached for colorless, and then you can pay a white and a blue, tap it. I've never seen you play with this card. (laughs) Stop. And and then it creates a one, one flying spirit. So oftentimes I really like it because it, it plays well. White and blue doesn't really play around with their graveyard. And so this is one of those cards that you can gain benefit from your graveyard and be able to um, get some benefit. Generally, you know, blue white does deal with flyers. This was in my Kai card deck from last year that Adam doesn't remember or pay attention to. No, and, I, when uh, when I do when we do the spotlight deck, I don't look at your purposely just skip your lands because I'm we're yeah. trying to look at all the other See, stuff. My lands are all important. <sighs> I've uh, to be honest with you, I've never seen this card, and so I, it is a good card. I just have never seen this before. I mean, I probably have it in my collection, <laughs> but I, <laughs> I'm sure you do. Yeah. It's, yeah, I mean, it's a good card. <laughs> the hard part I see is that you normally have a lot of recursion. I wish it would say any but graveyard. Blue, blue white doesn't really play with that. Yeah. So that's why that's it's good like point. perfectly fits in there. You're like, you got a creature that dies, you get that little bit of benefit. Um, so like, I think I put this in my Alila deck. I may or may not have, um, but it would go well because it creates a 1-1 one, one flyer, gives it plus 1, plus 0. Oh. Um, it can fit into spirit themed decks. Um, I just, I like it. Wah, Don't judge wah, me. Wah. No. <laughs> Tokens doubling with anointed procession, or you're creating four fours with the angel enchantment creator. This is a good <laughs> land. No, I, I, I do know. like it. I, I just haven't seen it, so it took me by surprise. <laughs> Your face was like, what the. Yeah, I was like looking at my list. I'm like, all right, which one is he going to hit off of my list? Because uh, I just thought we'd have similar stuff. And then it was like, what is <laughs> this? What okay. So I, I don't know how. Yeah. What's your number five? <laughs> I, I would like to hear how you did the list. I just, I, 
uh, how I did it, which I guess we aren't, we haven't done a discussion on how we're doing our fake fives. Well, you, I mean, you you're saying you use it. whatever lands you want. You're, you're, so how I went with this is cards that I use a lot that I like putting in a lot of decks if yeah. possible. So yeah. that's how I went with it. So my number five is, I know this is kind of a cop out with it, but it's Path of Ancestry. Um, sure. It comes into play so tapped, we're not, but we're not too different. You, this is an amazing card. What actually, <laughs> I screw up a lot of times. You, you tend to play tribal decks. Like when you make your decks, a lot of times there is like a tribe theme. Sometimes, um, well, there can be. Yeah, yeah. It, it doesn't have to, but a lot of times you end up having that. Similar things are happening. Like, uh, I don't want to use Eureka as it because those are that's purposely all ninjas. But like your your Niv Mizzet Prune deck turned into a wizard like wizard deck, deck. yeah, because there's similar deal, effects. Yeah, a lot um, of wizards deal with spells. Yarok is elemental. He's an elemental, and that deck kind of is an elemental deck. It does have a sub theme of elemental in it. So you, sometimes you do it not knowing you're actually doing it because the similar effects are the similar creatures. So the adding one mana to your color of your uh, commander's identity is awesome in itself. But if it shares uh, a creature type uh, with that spell, so at least your commander, when you cast your commander, you're scrying one. So it's just a nice little built in. And a lot of times I miss that. And I, that's, I almost have to make a reminder <laughs> token for path of ancestry. Cause you can scry on this card. Yeah. <laughs> How about you just, get just a read the card and then just put it over um you know what i need to have is like and just says scry you know like the it. little figurines from like warhammer or whatever or even like uh do they use them in dungeons and dragons i don't i think they do yeah, maybe I don't, I don't know but like maybe a little figurine that stands straight up just that says scry i don't know just that's <laughs> like how i remind myself like to you no it doesn't scry. need to <laughs> but anyways so just like a word model yeah. i don't understand what you want <laughs> I just need to be you utilize it more. I miss it. The the one okay. I miss it in the most is Eureka, which is the one that I should be hitting it the most, you know, because there's a lot of ninjas in that deck. Uh, but it does say Do you? Uh, whenever like, you, I guess maybe not because it's when you cast casting. Yep. Yeah. So maybe that's why I don't, but when I, yeah, no, I, maybe that's why I missed that one. Cause sometimes I will cast it and I'm not used to casting it there. But yeah. anyways, I, like this because one of the things that is very common is you make tribal decks and this is a very good add in those. And I do put this in a lot of decks at least I should say, I don't put it in if it doesn't have like at least a sub theme of tribe in it to my commander. Um, I don't think it's a bad five color card either. Like four or five four yeah. land that creates four or five colors mm -hmm. and just efficiently even though it comes into play tapped like you're, you're gonna at be the very least kind of cards. getting a scry off of your commander off of it so yeah, yeah. so <laughs> just depends on how heavy it needs to be I, yep. I like the card for sure all right what is your number four lowry <clears throat> um i'm going to go with a card that we're both going to talk about later but maze of it yep i had that in my honorable mention in your honorable mention. The only reason yeah, I, I mean, did not put this in um, is it is going into decks. I didn't own one until more recently. Mm. So it's I actually don't use it 
either because I don't have any proxies for it. <laughs> but it's so cheap right now. I love the card. Well, my version, I have a signed the dark. That's the one that I have. And so I want to keep that a little oh, nice. Good for you. <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah. So, but like Trombley has the proxy of it and he has maze of it and all of yeah. like a ton of his decks at this point. Just, just because I don't play it doesn't mean I don't like it, but I do understand that it makes like for kind of bad gameplay too. Like well, it's a it, really, really good card. It is. It caught me off guard a couple times this weekend yeah. uh, playing number two. And I haven't done the hey number two thing. I should have done that when I first said him before. Hey number two. But when you should do it again so you're catching up. <laughs> there was. Hey number two. There was. Uh, I was going to attack him at one point, and he's like, "Well, I have Mazeth." Well, he didn't say it right away, but I was trying to decide, and he's like, "Well, it might have been I didn't choose him." And he's like, "Oh, I would have Mazeth if you if you would have done it." And I was like, "Oh yeah." Two turns later, I attacked him, and he Mazeth. I'm like, "Fuck!" <laughs> <laughs> I kept forgetting about it because it's. You know, it's a land. It sits back with everything else, and um, yeah, it's it messes a great with card. combat because you're like, okay, I they got two blockers. I can attack with three. There's like some trades or whatever, and I'll get one through, and then they just trounce you a little bit because you're like, oh, you could even save that I somebody else too. You know, like you can use this as yeah. a political thing too. And like, if I make it so that creature isn't attacking, which number two was doing that a couple times, he did it to somebody else from attacking and killing, not killing somebody, but attacking in general um the one thing i will say is it doesn't feel like a land though you know what i'm saying because it doesn't do the land stuff it's like but it's i I had it on my list too so i'm in the same boat like i agree i like this card a lot i think it would have been in my fave fives maybe a year from now i come back to this and it's my fave five because it's in every single deck you know but right now i just it's starting to get into my decks because i just when did i recently it came in double masters I think I bought a, a copy when it was when Eternal Masters got down there. That was that was years ago at this point. Yeah. Why well, didn't? Well, no, because I didn't buy it when Eternal Masters came out. Oh. Okay. Uh, the 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 reason, uh, like, I don't have the proxies, and the other thing is that it kind of like gets rid of a whole archetype, which would be just like the Voltron style card. Mm-hmm. Like, if if a player is Voltroning. Maze of Ith shuts it down unless they have Greaves or Boots. And so like I feel like it kind of just I don't I don't know. I don't really like those shutdown total cards. That's why I don't use like the Eldrazi Titans because I don't want to shut down your mill deck. I want it to be interesting. Yeah. I you see know, what you're saying. if I'm using an Eldrazi Titan not to get milled out, like your deck just blows. Mm-hmm. Right. And that that's not a fun game to me. I'd I'd much rather be like have that anticipation of like, is he going to get me or not? Mm-hmm. Rather than like, well, Kozilek's just going to shovel my whole graveyard in. I don't even have to worry. You're done. Yeah. Like, I guess. Yeah. That's, I mean, and I like your thought on that. Cause I uh, remember there was a while, uh, a time there where I was like, I'm always putting butcher in butcher Malachar cause or not yeah. butcher. Um, Kozilek. Oh, that works. Oh, Kozilek. Yeah. Is it Kozilek? Yeah, you're putting Kozilek, the one that draws four. Cards. Yeah. 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 That you was like going that in one. tons of decks. I haven't put that in a deck, and I don't remember. <laughs> like, at least since we've done this cast, I don't think I've been putting that in decks. Uh, I did want to do a side note when you just talked about milling. It just reminded me one of the games I played this weekend 
was my old Fanex deck just to be like, okay, I am going to change this deck into a, a animate deck. I want to play one last time with it, how it was before I retire it. It fucking won. <laughs> it <laughs> milled everybody out. Like it was, it was pretty brutal. Like I almost had the game won really early and then, you know, people interact and do stuff, but it did it. It did everybody. The problem with that deck when I was playing it, one uh, was when I used to play tutors. So I had vampiric tutor. I had demonic tutor and I was just being able to find whatever I wanted. But two, it, you target one person. And so that's Mm -hmm. where it gets tough. But the, the thing that was the big, uh, the big winner, big wiener. And it was the, um, Oh, where's the dude. What's the dude's name that he's as strong as how many cards are in the graveyard. And then every time you cast a spell, each player mills until the hit on aberration. Yes. So I had him out and I had him copied and I had number two's graveyard or yeah. Library. I also had him cursed with, uh, is it frame sanity? The one that yeah. he mills Doubles. for how many? No, I guess it's maybe not free sanity. Yeah. At the end of his every turn, he keep, he mills again, how much he milled that turn. Yeah. So I had his library in half and I was about to hit Trombley and Jeremy at the same time and kill them both. But it just took two turns. Anyways, cool story. Hansel, uh, the deck's <laughs> going death. down. It just, it was, it was just too targeting, which that's why I like Bruvac because it's like all across the board, you know, everybody at mm-hmm. once. Anyways, where were we? Maze of Ith? Maze of Ith. <laughs> that was my number four. <laughs> what do you got for number four? Uh, number four <laughs> for me is Inventor's Fair. Uh, mm-hmm. I do play, I tend to play a lot of everybody. We, I mean, we all kind of play a lot of artifacts, so it doesn't have to be in a, necessarily an artifact heavy deck because it has that search ability to it but it's at the beginning of your upkeep if you control three or more artifacts you gain one life that's fun but it comes into play untapped you can tap it for a colorless and then you can tap for and sacrifice it search your library for an artifact card and put it in your hand uh you can only activate it if if you have three or more artifacts so you don't want something where you're only playing five monorocks in your whole deck and no other artifacts but most of my decks have 10 plus 15 plus artifacts in the deck. And mm-hmm. so this can go and does go in a lot of my decks um, for sure in an artifact deck. But um, yeah, I like playing with this card. Just, it has that little built in tutor. I know we don't play tutors, but I like cards that have a built in type thing. I actually don't have a problem with that kind of tutor because yeah. it's a little bit more man intensive and, and you got to sack it. You know, you're getting rid of yeah. one of your lands. And so, like, generally when we say we don't play with tutors, it's, like, the very obvious ones. Demonic tutor. <laughs> yeah, demonic, and then the worldly tutors of the world. Yeah. Um, like, I in in Calmax, I played uh, Court of Calling. That's a tutor, but, like, it taps Calmax, so, mm-hmm. like, it fits in. It fits the theme. Yeah, so oh, I don't have a problem with tutors if they fit the theme because it's not going to just be, like, in Calmax, I could run gamble mystic tutor worldly tutor and then the others and i just ran the one or two yeah i don't even remember the two so yeah yeah well so a mana intensive one that um goes for a specific thing i am perfectly fine with that yeah all right number three for you 
Number three for me is going to be Urborg Tomb of Yogmoth. I, I was in my thought process. I didn't get that even on my honorable mention, but I do like that card. So this one comes into play and it turns all lands into also swamps. So they are whatever type they are and they can all tap for um, a swamp. And there's some really kind of cool things that can be done with that. That turns your Mazabeth to be able to tap for a swamp mm-hmm. um, that allows you if you're playing filth uh, which is if it's in your graveyard all of your creatures get swamp walk it makes your creatures unblockable um, you can be uh, this works with cabal coffers which every everybody kind of knows that interaction where cabal coffers um, when you're tapping that for two and then tap it it gives you mana for every swamp you control well all of your cards are swamps and it gets ridiculous. Uh, so there's some really cool things that Urborg and also like, it's nice because it, it's also like a mana fixer and a two and three color deck. Mm-hmm. You just put it in there as a swamp. And once you get that, you don't have to worry about your swamps right. per se. And you're normally playing in a black deck and you probably have like a crypt ghast in there or Nurkana in there that if you're tapping a swamp, you double it. So it kind of helps you with that. That card's just amazing with that. Because yeah, if you have your utility lands, like we are kind of talking about like Moreland haunt, that would also, you know, that taps for a swamp. What card is that? Doubled by Moreland swamp. <laughs> Moreland <laughs> swamp. Uh, so Urborg tomb of Yogmoth is a great card. Um, and then yeah. it also has like legacy implications mm-hmm. that I just remember, um, like turn one, Dark Depths into play. Turn two, Urborg. Tap Dark Depths and Urborg for two black. Vampire Hex Mage into play. Sacrifice that. Remove all of the counters from Dark Depths. You get a 2020 on turn two. You're like, that is fucking sweet. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a pretty amazing card. I do like that. I do if I play a black deck, that typically goes in there. So I so, dig it. Yeah. All right. Um, number three. My number three is pretty boring. It's going to be quick, but it isn't a lot of my decks. Uh, it's just Reliquary Tower. I put that in quite a few decks. It just utilize you get a mana off of it, uh, and then you have no maximum hand size. So there's a lot of times all all my decks have drawing and have the capability of having more than seven cards in my hand. I always try to have that in there, and mm-hmm. more often than not, I do that especially Bruvac happened that happens so much with that deck um but my new revamped yarok deck that (laughs) i did so i did play another side note to games this week (laughs) (laughs) the same thing every time yarok i've played that since it's been revamped it does the same thing where it just goes off and my turn lasts for 30 40 minutes and then it's just win the game on the spot and I had, I played it and I had, thir- what did I have there? 15. When I played it with you, I was up to 30 cards and you're like, uh, there's nothing we can do. Let's just concede because it's taking too long. Yeah. I mean, that was, that was a case. Yeah. So. And so that's what it, it, but Reliquary Tower was the thing that was making it. So I didn't have, you know, and that, ha- I just like having that safety net where I don't have to think about a library of Lenger or anything like that, or, you know getting the cards to make it so you have no maximum hand size because like I said, more often than not, I have, 
I have draw in there, and I will it's have more than seven. Yeah. Yeah, and it's I not mean, bad to I discard, go, but yeah. it's better if you can try to keep everything in your hand. I've I've heard the logic of if you've drawn more cards than you need in your hand, like it's fine to discard those cards mm. because you you get to sculpt your hand a lot better. Um, I can see like Reliquary Tower as like a time saver for a game. I don't have a problem with that idea either. I'm mm. just like. I don't have to like figure out what to discard so the, the game can just keep on moving. Right. But situations change also in one turn where you're like, oh man, I discarded that card or I get to keep all these cards. Yeah. And now I didn't have to make that decision. Game state has changed completely and I'm ready for it either way. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, yeah, it's a card that I definitely fall in and out of love with. And it's an, it's uh, an easy ad, you know, like, it's a, yep. It gives you mana. It doesn't come into play tapped. And if you're drawing cards, I mean, that's, I'd say it's probably in 75, 80% of my decks, especially the ones that I've built recently. Uh, Cause they will have a lot of, if I have a lot of draw, if there's, which I typically do, then it just automatically pops in there. That's kind of my, there was uh, an interaction that we found out last year, right? With uh gin uh, How did that work? I'm looking it up right now. Yeah, look it up because I vaguely remember it. Oh yeah, no, we were just talking so about it. At the it, when each oh. opponent's maximum hand size is reduced by seven. So, but Reliquary Tower says you no. don't have any yeah. hand size. So, yeah, so somebody had the Reliquary Tower out, and then I think it was Trombley played Gingataxius. I think Jeremy had Reliquary Terror out. It could be flip-flop. Yep, yep, you're right, yeah. And then it was just like everybody else got fucked, yeah. and then those two just played Magic. That was basically what happened. Yep. So well, that's, I mean, that's your hand cool is, is uh, minus seven to infinity, so whatever that number is. That's... It's still infinity. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right, what is your number two? Uh, number two. Hey, number two. Hey, number two. Is Nykthos Shrine to Nyx. Ah, I was very close getting that in there, too. <laughs> uh, so this one, it taps for colorless, or you can pay to tap it, and then you get mana equal to um, whatever. What the fuck is it called? Like your devotion. Devotion. I don't to, think it like, says so devotion on it, does it? No, for mana symbols of a certain type. Yeah, I don't think it yada, says yada. devotion, but that's what it does <laughs> you know i had this all pulled up and i didn't look at any of it so let me actually read the card choose a color add to your mana pool an amount of oh, mana that devotion. is color equal to your devotion to that color mm. um and so this is great for monocolored decks also i feel like it's a fair way of doing like cabal coffers mm-hmm. or guy's cradle um but also doesn't like totally go bad um so like after a wrath cradle is pretty not good unless you can refill with creatures and cabal coffers is you know they're both fantastic cards and at the Um, very least it's giving you one mana so if you don't have any creatures out it's giving you a mana there so i i just think this is a fair way but it can still produce a ton ton of mana Mm -hmm. um and so and also i kind of like using like land on tappers with it 
So there's like a Satter mm, that'll tap on Taplands or Lay Druid or, you know, there's a Cure's Follower. So it just sounds like you're saying like a, like Druid in French. Lay Druid. Druid. <laughs> it's the Druid. Le. El Nino. <laughs> Spanish <laughs> that's, for that's the Nino. <laughs> El Nino is Spanish for... The Nino. They're all Latin based, so it works. <laughs> Le Druid. <laughs> so that's, yeah, I like that this card a lot. My my version of a lot of mana, and generally it's pretty fair. So yeah. I, I think I just like it. I dig that it. Part. All right. Um, number deuce. Number two. X do it. Oh, sorry. Hey, number two. My number two is a card that goes in quite a few decks because I hate counter spells. Oh, Cavern of Souls. I love this card. That one. Yeah. You knew I'd say that one. No. Once you once you said, I don't like. Yeah. Spells. I was like, oh yeah, that makes a ton of sense, and And it is in a ton of your decks. Yeah, it's in a majority of my decks. I mean, at least if I want my commander to get out without being like getting worried that it's going to get countered. This just goes right in because it gives you any uh, color, basically, because it's the uh, color spent to cast creature spells of chosen type. Well, so the, you kind of got to go tribal a little bit, but it doesn't have to because you can still tap it for one colorless mana. Um, but just, I mean, it's yeah. self-explanatory. I hate counter spells, and this stops counter spells of my, at least my commander. It, it lets your commander get out, and that's generally what you're putting it in there for, and I... I can understand that. There, there's something bitter about p- casting your commander and getting it countered and having to have the cast pay two more to get him again compared to if you cast him and he's in the battlefield and somebody goes, I kill that with something. There's something a little more bitter that it never comes to the battlefield when it gets countered and goes back and you have to pay the, the <laughs> stupid commander tax. So, yeah. Have I told you I don't like it? Don't like counter spells, and, you, and so I'm in a dilemma no of what idea. the Discord is doing so this sorry. week. By the way, yeah, let's get that proxy rolling. <laughs> yeah, what, what is it? It was a uh, mana mana short. Is it man? Is that man? Mana, nah, mana confluence? Isn't that what it is? No, it's not. That's a land. Oh, not confluence. It's uh, it's the counter spell because you don't have a proxy. It's the counter spell mana one. What is it? It's not mana short either. Hold on. Why is Discord pulling up so slow? Mana Confluence, isn't it? A jackal! Jackal! It's a jackal! It looks like a jackal! 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 It's a jackal! Jackal! Time! It wasn't right the first time you said it. Why the hell would it be right the next ten times? Gah! No, no that's a land. Yeah. <laughs> hey, is it Mana Confluence? <laughs> uh, well, Mana Drain? Yes, that sounds right. Making sure here. Mana Drain? Yes, it is Mana Drain. Did they just ask? Yeah. Yeah. So Discord is requesting Mana Drain, but guess who doesn't own that card? And it's a $160 card. I'm not going out to buy it, especially since it's a counterspell. And my rules is I don't don't make cards I don't own. So I'm like, what do I do? (laughs) I put it, I make a separate folder of cards i can't print them for myself <laughs> do not touch i will say though i did break the rule with uh, bruvac and 
they still haven't sent the next orders of Jumpstart. So it's all Bruvac's doing is going up in price. So yes, it is. Fuck. Anyways, okay, so that's my counter, my uh, cavern of souls. Let's get an actual drum roll here, Lowry. Your number one. <laughs> that's not. <laughs> this is the real place where you do the drum roll. Oh, oh, and sorry. Hang on, let me go find that again. No, I don't. Nobody cares at this point. It's the boring version. Fetches. See, I. You cheat. I, I you know. Cheat. You put a whole I bunch know. in one. I will say I did put like scry lands, but I didn't put that as a thing. I was like, no. <sighs> fetches. All right. I know. I know. Actually, I crossed one out. I, that Fetches were added today. I've had this list for months and months and months. This is pre-COVID list. And I was just like, no, why wouldn't I put fetches wah, here? Wah, wah. I can do what I want. It's my list. <laughs> So fetches, the boring one. That doesn't matter. What'd you put for one? Mm. Is yours also boring? No. It's the most amazing card in the world. It's a card I got for so cheap. I hate you. Gaius Cradle. Woo! (laughs) The best trade I have ever made. (laughs) Yes, of course it is. You took advantage of a little kid. (laughs) I was also a little kid. Doesn't matter. <laughs> doesn't doesn't change the fact that I was also a little kid. Uh, I traded a what is it, Lord of? It was a bad red card. Uh, what was his name? It's the red dude. I don't that, even remember at this point. Lord of, gosh, well, go back to episode one or something like that. Swiss cheese doesn't matter. <laughs> Lord of the pit. No, I'm just kidding. It was the red. Uh, uh, he's as strong as how many creatures you have or I something. Keldon warlord or something. That's right, Keldon. Let me just pull that up just so we can all <laughs> just. <laughs> Keldon Warlord. All right. I ever even used it either. Keldon Warlord. He is two and a two pressure on me. Two red. Star Star. He's a human barbarian. Keldron Warlord's power and toughness are equal to the number of non-wall creatures you control. Current price. Twenty-five cents. (laughs) I could probably find it for cheaper. Uh, people are giving it away. They're paying you to take yeah. Keldron Warlord. Uh, okay, so Gaius Cradle is my number one. It goes in every single green deck that I have. And you actually own a copy, don't you now? I do. I still don't have it in any decks. Because I'm not a dickhead. <laughs> you just haven't played a green deck in a while, right? No, you have. I mean, I could go through and add it in because I do have your proxies. So I could go through. Yeah, I, I mean, you do edit your deck so much. I'm surprised this didn't just jump in there. <laughs> I agree. But yeah, everybody, know, you know morals, what Gaius Cradle is. Ethics. Tap it for a green for each creature you control. That is my number one by far. Well, that was good, a good for you. Good, good for you. What are, What are your honorable oh. mentions? Uh, so I play with Reflecting Pool quite a bit. Uh, especially yeah, if I'm I playing like that one. I do like that one. Three or more colors. I had scry lands on here. I like using those a lot. I do use those a lot as well. I put Halmar Depths because I do every blue deck pretty much has that in there. I've been using that less lately. And then uh, one card I tend to use quite a bit is Westvale Abbey, which is kind of a 
different one to use, but mm-hmm. I use that more often than not because I do play with counter like counters, you know, creature counter cards. Tokens? Yeah, tokens. There we go. Uh, so if you don't know what that one is, that's the colorless. You can tap five, pay a life, create a one, one white and black human cleric, or you can tap five, sacrifice five creatures, and then you transform it and it turns into a nine, seven flying lifelink, indestructible haste demon. So, but yeah, I've, I've played with that one. Yeah. Yeah. That one's gone in quite a few decks. Anything that's, um, black has black in it and I'm dealing with creature tokens. It's in there. So it's in my taste of deck. Um, trying to think of some other ones that I have it in there, but it's in any creature token type deck. (laughs) What about yours? Uh, Oh, and I had maze of death as well. Sorry. Maze of death. Yeah. Uh, so I crossed off arcane lighthouse for the fetches. Oh, I forgot about that one. Yeah, that's a good one. <clears throat> Arcane Lighthouse takes away and and Desolate uh Desolate Lighthouse as well, you know, same thing, but they uh take away like Shroud, Hexproof, Indestructible maybe. No, just Hexproof yeah. Shroud yeah. stuff. And that just allows some of my decks to function. Mm-hmm. Um so like Naith has to be able to target creatures. If somebody lays mm-hmm. down a Shalai or a asceticism, you're just done. Your deck just is bad. Yeah. Um, and so if you're really focusing on being able to target uh, opponents' creatures or opponents themselves, uh, I you know I put those in in the decks. That so card that seems like your number one. You talked more about that than you talked about your number one. Well, that's number one are just the obvious. The <laughs> one. Nobody, nobody really wanted that. Uh, and then the other one uh, that I really, really currently like, and it's a new card from Ikoria, which is Bonders Enclave. Um, that is pay three, tap it, and then you get to draw a card if you have a creature of power four or more. Um, mm. And so it it's... I've really like, I think I have it in about five decks right now, which is pretty uncommon, but I think it's the best currently my favorite land that draws cards. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause it's cheap enough to work. Like it's, it definitely, it goes in decks where your commander has four or more power. Mm-hmm. Or if you are working with a deck with high powered creatures, again, like Naeth, you know, I'm putting five fives down on turn three or Gadrak is a five, four for three. Um, you know, you got these. Um, I, I think it's just pretty solid. Yeah. And it's I, just a colorless comes into play untapped, yeah. and And I just haven't been able to play with it enough to know if I like it, but I've been using it a lot and been pretty happy with it. Sweet. Yeah. I dig that card. I really like the, uh, showcase of that one looks pretty sweet there's a showcase of it like the borderless oh borderless okay yeah yeah i think i bought a borderless last night yeah it looks cool because it zooms in on it so the whatever yeah. that that thing is a dinosaur creature thing that's in there is really zoomed in on that i like that a lot i dig it all right uh should we is that all yours your honorable mentions yeah, what are we at? Uh, 51 minutes. So let's get through the... Let's go. Oh, oh, oh. 
Christmas mix of the week, guys. <laughs> you overlaid it? I yes, like I did. <laughs> uh, I did that. So when I told you, I was like, all right, I'm just setting up. And I was like, oh, man, I wanted to get the bye-bye and the Smith specs of the week. And then, uh, yeah, and then this is what I made. Smith specs of the week, guys. It works because J- Justin Timberlake was a part of the Mickey Mouse Club. Oh, look at that connection right there. <laughs> yeah. You know me and my uh, 90s pop. Uh, okay. So we used to do three. I kind of had three, but then I added a fourth. Mine are groups, so I kind of cheated a little bit like you with your fetches. Um, but I think... I wasn't cheating. <laughs> How about uh, you cheated on your number one by cheating on the trade <laughs> there was no internet then we only had uh, scry the magazine that was Pretty all sure could... it was an old copy an old copy You're what like, this is the only copy i have <laughs> and these cards are equal yeah i get home what the fuck did i just do i feel like we traded that and we were at lutzen am i right with that no 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 i feel like we were at lutzen when we traded we're at your house you put pressure on me <laughs> All right, so how many do you have on your side? Do I just want to kind of... One, two, three, four. It's technically six, but I can just name off two really quick since we've talked about them recently. Okay. Uh, so we're going to be focusing on land specs. Lands. And when we did the modern uh, or the double masters, I talked about buried ruin foils. Um, they're 95 cents right now already talked about it that's fine mm-hmm. and then the other probably the best spec of all time is probably cryptic caves foil from m20 <laughs> terrible <laughs> do you remember that yes i do card yes <laughs> i come across I it and i'm like one that's at like 94 cents <laughs> i think it's all right i bought well like six last night i think i bought one just to have it and be like if larry's right i got it <laughs> I got it in foil. I was like, all right, I got yeah, the yeah, one. Yeah. You, yeah, non-foil is worth nothing because yeah. they already reprinted it in the Zendikar Rising Commander yeah. set. So, so definitely go foil if you think. Why don't you get to your actual specs? <laughs> Start us Ooh. off again. <clears throat> Let's go with the card that we both want to talk about in different aspects, but Maze of Ith. Yep. I think the dark version has some potential because I think just older cards in general are just going up. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily like Maze of Eth is seeing more and more of a reprint and that's sitting around 10. Uh, Goldfish is saying that the dark version is around 28. Um, but I, I was seeing on TCG that it was around 20. and But those might have been like semi-damaged, like light play, moderate play. Um but I think that it has some good potential to go up just as being an older card that's used heavily. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I had it on my list as well. It It's in 15,000 EDH decks, so it's used quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do like your, your dark angle because it is the only one with that art, isn't it? Let me see. The, yeah, yeah, the promo yeah, judge the has a different... Uh, like maze type thing. 
I went the foil route uh, from mm-hmm. Double Masters because those are at eleven bucks right now. The like other printing more than the non foil. Yeah, the other printings like Eternal Masters from the vaults or yeah from the vaults realms. The foils there are currently at twenty four and eighteen, and then you can get the promo judge, which we're not going to compare it to that. But no. Um, no. the twenty four and eighteen is what you'd kind of want to compare it to. Those did spike around uh, thirty bucks, but they typically stay around twenty. So buying it at eleven right now and riding it up to twenty is very likely. Uh, I do like Lowry's Angle too with the dark because it is the only one with that art. Whereas the other, you know, the from the vault one is the same as Eternal Masters. Yeah, it is, and it just, and Double the, Masters, uh, and the from the vault. Yeah. That's what I was saying. The from the vault is oh. the same as that. So okay. those three yeah, are the yeah, same. Yeah. You can get the dark is a different, a different art. The original art, which is pretty sweet. Yeah. It's really weird, but it's really sweet. You know. Yeah, it's real weird. Yeah. So <laughs> definitely agree with that. Was one of mine that I had on on here. Um, do you want me to jump into mine, or you want to jump yeah, into you, your next one? You do yours. Uh, so one thing I did want to point out is I. Th- think it's about time to get the triomes um going already late they're up a couple bucks already yeah uh well i was going through them so i'm going to kind of go through each one really quick just kind of give an idea of where they are in decks wise so this set remember came out in spring and they're already in a shit ton of decks so like zagoth i don't think that is that the most used one yeah, the Zagos in 6,700 EDH decks, you have the foil and the non-foils regular booster packs at the same exact price at 8 bucks right now. The showcases are at 9 So you're looking at almost a similar price if you want to get the alternate art non-foil. I'm not, I'm not saying showcase foils. You can do that if you want because those will go up too. But I'm really saying your your highest return, I think, is going to be going for the non-foil showcases or the foil uh, just regular pack. So Zagoth and then Ket, what is it, Ketria? I don't even know how to say that one. But that one's in 6,300 decks. Same exact thing. Eight bucks for the foil, nine dollars for the showcase. You go to the man. Why can I not read any of these? <laughs> Ragrin, All made up words. Raugrin. Why, 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 can't even read. Uh, in 5,500 EDH rec decks. That's the foils are at seven showcases are at eight. So you're a buck lower on each of those. Then the, the last two, the non as popular, but actually in EDH, they are They're in 5,600 is Savi and in Datha. Um, both of those foils, six bucks showcase seven. Again, all of these, the foil prices are at the same as the non-foil or within a dollar. At that point, you just you go the dollar more and buy the foil one. I personally, if yeah. if I got to choose, I love the art of the showcases. They look like comic book kind of art. And these are only going to go up in how many decks you use them. I mean, it's just, you go in any three, four, five color decks, they're all using these. And eventually they'll finish. Don't we need five more to get this finished? Correct. Yeah. So eventually I would think they're going to finish these off like they always do years down the road. But 
Uh, I think these are things to get now because I think they're going to start going up, especially because so many decks, so many decks are or they're being played in so many decks right now. So commander is already drawn to them. They aren't necessarily being. I don't know. Are they being used? Let me check and see here. Triome. I don't know if they're being used in any other formats as much. Well, I mean, in standard, they have the most potential. And since they just had rotation, you know, a couple of weeks ago and the shocks went away, um, you know, Omnath just got banned today. So we'll, we'll see yeah. what they got going on. I don't, I haven't looked at standard, but it's funny. Cause it's then, still on goldfish says it's in standard in Saltai ramp. Is that using the old stuff though? Let me check here. I'm just looking. What the shocks or yeah, they're using the, the shocks are still in there, right? No, no, those got rotated out. out. Yeah, that's right. So this is, this is old then. Although it says September 14th. When did we rotate? Oh, it was after this. So just, they haven't updated their stuff. So like historic is using the crap out of these and then commander has a few. Yeah. So this is only going to go up with these, um, the prices are where they're at because of pretty much commander at this point, I guess, I guess we'll see if the bump, what happens with now that people aren't like you just said that people aren't using it in standard, maybe we'll see a little I mean, dip down, but I don't are. think that they're going to go down much at all. Plus so, you got to remember, I don't, uh, for me, rotation brings them down to five bucks. One thing you got to um, keep in mind is Ikoria kind of got skipped they true. printed it true. and then they just went onto the core set because they weren't, weren't they even delayed or something? They I, were like a, a month late almost. I yeah. Think. And then they didn't even do a second. Like it was what we had spoilers the next week after this came out for yep. course. It came out on a Friday, Monday we had core set spoilers. Yeah. So these Insane. aren't as opened as much either. So down the road and here's one last thing I'll say about it. Showcases. I think if they print these again, when they print them again, you're not going to see that kind of art again. It's going to be the pack foils, I would think, you know, because that's kind of special to showcase stuff. It sticks with that set. At least that's what I think. We don't know yet because they really haven't reprinted a lot of the uh, showcase stuff. So, all right, what's your next pick, Lau? Um, I'm going to go as a package, but Shizo and Minimo uh, as mystery foils. Bye. So they are Kamigawa legendary lands. Um, and they were non-foils were sitting around 1520 uh, before this reprint from mystery foils. And so Shizo is sitting at $8 and Minamo is uh, sitting at $9 currently. Uh, the foils are from Kamigawa block are like 30, 40 bucks. So I wouldn't expect that, but I would expect them to match what the non-foils are doing mm-hmm. uh, eventually because they're pretty close. Um, and I can, I can see them getting back up to 20 because they are quite good for Commander. You know, uh, Shizo is the black one, and that gives your essentially your Commander fear. Mm-hmm. And then Minimo will untap um, a creature. So this goes really well with like Arcanus or... Just any, um, almost any blue legend. So I, I see them doubling pretty easy, especially since they're foils. Um, I did pick up a lot of mystery foils, and they're a solid foiling process. 
Yeah. Um, so I, I do like them as well. And I, I would just in general suggest check out the mystery foils. Yeah, that's so. actually, I, I'm writing down because <laughs> Minimo, both of these, I think you're the foil stuff, like you're saying it won't necessarily get up to the other prices, but man, you compare it to champions, the Minimo yeah. is, you know, it's at 67 for the, that foil for the foil. Yeah. yeah. And you can pick those up. What were you getting them at? Nine bucks, eight bucks. Eight, yeah, eight for Shizo and nine for Minimal. So I I think, and again, I would go through a lot of the mystery foils because there's some really cool cards in there that right now are at least matching the non-foil prices. Mm-hmm. So, and I can see them being becoming a little bit more desirable in the long run. Do you think Minimal could make it into the Commander Legends? We are starting. I mean, they both. BT dubs were starting Shizo to see spoilers. Could, like, they all could, I guess. The thing, like, generally, my rule is if a if a card gets reprinted, then it has the chance to be reprinted again. Mm-hmm. Like, it's on their radar to reprint. Yeah, we've seen um, reprints back to back pretty much uh, lately with some stuff. So. I mean, if it's one, it's going to be all five in in a set like Commander Legends. Mm-hmm. What are the other ones? Do you remember what those do? Uh, white one prevents two damage. The green one gives plus one, plus one. Red one gives first strike. God, those are garbage. <laughs> oh, the red one giving first strike is really nice. Yeah, but um, how good these are. It's basically yeah. giving your creature yeah. unblockable and then untapping your commander. Like... <laughs> The, the white one, I think, is the one that kind of got everybody onto it because it was a modern slash legacy card preventing damage to Thalia, like protecting it. Mm. And so, you know, I, I'm, that style of deck went out of favor, but then I think everyone was like, oh, shit, these are pretty good cards. Yeah. I I think what I have these on my radar now that you have mentioned them because I didn't even think about uh, Mystery Booster foils. I may so, wait just to see what happens because we are supposed to be getting spoilers soon, right? Uh, yes, it starts this week, I believe. So I may wait 14th or 15th until we start seeing those to make sure that it is on there. And then after that, I think that's a perfect pickup. The hmm, what was I going to say? Oh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. But they're good cards. They're oh, cards. oh, so one one little one issue with the mystery foils, at least on Card Kingdom, is they're not considered foils, so they don't get their own section. Because the whole set, like if it's a foil in the set, it's only a foil. You don't have a, a non foil version. And if you have the non foil version, it's not foil. So when it comes to the list that you're looking through, it's like in there. Hmm. And so you can't necessarily find them it's harder to search for them yeah so i went through 1600 cards (laughs) that sounds like which is fine but i i bought a lot of them like there's a lot of them really like balefire liege was like a buck or two at foil when it it was a eight to nine dollar card so sweet I, i think it's worth to go through Sweet. All right. Uh, I have two more left. Um, my next one is Glimmer Void. 
Uh, this isn't, I wouldn't say, a Commander-esque card. You can use it in Commander. It's only in 2000 mm-hmm. EDH rec decks. But this one has, I don't know. I, I don't know if I would say it has the biggest potential uh, to go way up. But the foils right now from Double Masters, because it just got printed in Double Masters, three bucks. This card at one point, um, well, let me say, other printings currently right now are at 10 and 20, 20 bucks right now. But at one point, this card did reach up to 60 bucks because it was played, wasn't it, in Modern, I'm guessing, or yeah. something? Yeah. Yep. So it has that potential of getting there again. I don't think it'll get that high. If it, if it gets no. played in Modern, you might see it jump up to 20, 30 bucks. But for $3, this is just a good card. I, I'm surprised it wasn't used more in Commander. I guess with that idea of losing all your artifacts and then you lose this mana, um, yeah. that, that could be bad, but... Uh, it's gives you any color mana as long as you have an artifact. Yeah. And that's, I think it's, I think it's that part where you got to sacrifice it. If you don't have an artifact, mm-hmm. I think that's pretty rough in a vandal blast slash bane of progress format mm-hmm. where people are actually aiming to get rid of it. But yeah, I, I mean, I did pick up one. Yeah. So I don't, I don't think it's, a bad card. I think it has potential. Or you can get the non-foil for $2, which why get that when you spend a dollar more and get it for foil. <laughs> but yeah, I thought this one had, so like modern masters was the last time that it was printed before double masters. And even in the modern masters, I'm trying to look back that one started, you know, with much higher price at 15 bucks. That was a and long it time ago. Jumped too. up to, yeah, that was in 2014. And it jumped up to uh, 36, and then it jumped up to 60, and it was at 60 for one, two, three years. Uh, and then well, started I mean, coming down. The, oh, go ahead. Well, the artifact deck was really like Arcbound Ravager, who was yeah. a, a real deck for a long time. Modern has passed beyond it. Yeah. Just but, like Modern Horizons blew a ton of cards out of the water. So that was kind of why I went after this a little bit. I, I, I shouldn't say I didn't actually buy a bunch of these. I have, I think, like four. So I didn't. But this is why I put it on my radar. I was like, artifacts at any point could come back, you know, in Modern. There could be something else yeah. that an artifact deck and that this will go in that deck. And that's from like the potential of it going way up spending $3, even spending $3 and getting back up to 15, uh, is amazing, you know, and you're comparing it to two cards that are at the other printings are at 10 and 19. Uh, and those have just come down because this card is out, you know, the availability of this card being printed again. So I don't know this, it seems in, I wouldn't say it's a, it's not a waste if, uh, you can use it in commander is what I'm saying. You can use this card still. It's not like this is only for modern. Uh, in fact, sure. it's used more in commander right now than it is in modern. <laughs> I'm looking at the decks on uh, Goldfish, and it has Brea decks have it, Send Triplet decks have it, and then the next deck is a modern deck. So the top two decks that use it are from commander decks. Nice. So, all right, what's your next one? Uh, kind of similar. Uh, so this is Spire of Industry, which is from Kaladesh. Uh, taps one colorless. And if you control an artifact, you can tap it for any color of mana and it deals one damage to you. 
So it's kind of like an artifact themed city of brass. Mm-hmm. And to me, like I always overlook it in a five color deck, but I think I'd like it better than like it comes into play tap land, almost yeah. like a path of ancestry. There's a couple cards that are five color, but come into play tapped. And I think I would almost consider this in commander over that, mm-hmm. but I always miss it. Um, so it's sitting at a dollar non-foil right now. Foils are around six dollars. Um, I think either's probably fine. I think um, again, that idea of it just you just wait for that artifact deck to come out. I mean, I'm surprised well, that we haven't had an Urza deck. You know that hasn't dominated as much as. Well, you don't need like this goes into multicolored. So like yeah, Brea, good point. it good works point. well. Um, and so I was almost thinking of it like you're thinking of Inventor's Fair from earlier. Mm-hmm. Like in Commander, you almost always are going to have some side of, sort of artifact, and so you're almost always going to get whatever color you need out of it. Um, and you pair that with like a reflecting pool or um other c- types of cards, and I think I think it's pretty good. Yeah. I think it's <clears throat> not used as much as it could or should yeah. at this point. And you have your top one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine or commander decks that use it. I wonder, I'm curious really quick. What, how many EDH rec decks? This has to be more, I would think because of that, giving you any color spire. Well, that's, I, I don't think it's used a whole ton at this point. Uh, it is in 8,000 EDH rec decks. That's quite a bit. A little bit more than the Triomes. I, I think it yep. can be used a lot more than that. I mean, this is a, when did this card come out? It was Aetherflux, or Aetherflux. <laughs> Aether Same Revolt. Time as that. <laughs> yeah. It's Kaladesh. Yeah. So, so that's like three, four years ago at this point. Yeah, it came out in 2017. So yeah, that's pretty good. 8,000 decks. I dig that one. Well, what would you be more... Uh, going after the dollar or the six um to play i'd make sure that i get a play set at least for the dollar um and that's what i've done I just get a couple into the collection i don't know um uh, for specking you know foils always have the the better potential yeah i dig it i like i like that all right my Last one is kind of uh, cheating again. It's a group of cards. Uh, It is the Urza Lands from uh, Double Masters. (laughs) These aren't used as much either in Commander. I haven't ever put them in a deck. Uh, I know number two said he he put them in a deck or he puts them in decks. Um, I think you go colorless with this and I think they're they're shoe wins. Yeah, it's just it's hard because you're you're counting on three of them. And then finding that in a hundred card deck is a little more difficult. So that's why I'm like, ugh, counting on three cards to give me this. But you know, by the time you get that, you don't even need the mana anymore, is my thought. But if you're able to search for them somehow, you know, uh, that's different. Anyways, beside the point, showcase foils have not or showcase, yeah, actually showcase foils because the non foils are only like four dollars cheaper. They're at thirty bucks. And they really haven't moved. They haven't gone down. I thought they'd come down more, but they haven't gone down at all. Uh, those are pretty spectacular. I like the way those look. 
I sold two of mine right away when I got the double master stuff. I kept mm-hmm. one and I think I'm going to pull the trigger at some point here and buy the other two before they start going back up. Uh, Cause this is, I mean, they're mainly a modern used card, but you can use them in commander. And mm-hmm. the other option is the foils non showcase. They're only at $2. That's ridiculously cheap because I was picking them up for a dollar or yeah, a buck. Yeah. Yeah. All of them were right around a buck, like ninety to a buck twenty. In, I would say, so th- I was, it's hard I, to compare. I got at least one of each. Yeah, it's hard to compare because you look at the ninth edition and eighth edition; they're freaking expensive. That's because they're so old, and the white border on are they white border? No. Yes, are eighth they? and ninth edition would would have been white, but border. the foil versions are black, black border. border. Okay, so. Those are at 80 and 70, 80 bucks each, you know, for those. I'm not no. saying these are getting up to that uh, no. by any means, but those prices are way up there. This is going to start approaching those more than those are going to come down to this. You know, they, the, those prices aren't even going to move um, for a card that's. Yeah, I mean, corsets from back then when it was white bordered and then you get the black bordered foil, mm-hmm. that has that tends to keep and actually like inflate prices pretty drastically. I don't know or understand really why, but um, that is a thing. If you go through corsets that are white bordered from the past that have a black bordered foil version, that's pretty consistent. Um, like a storm crow. That was the meme though yeah. too, like a, but that got up to like 300 bucks foil version. So these are dirt cheap. Um, I just think that they're a no brainer to pick up. If you really want to get the, just the foils, if you know, the regular foils of those showcase yeah. ones, I think they'll go way up too. but I mean, they're, that's a big, that's a big purchase $30 for those, but they look amazing. <laughs> they really do mm-hmm. look nice. So, all right. What's your last one, Lau? My last one is a card that I used in my Omnath deck called ghost town. <laughs> Uh, it's sitting about $2. It's from Invasion. No, Tempest. And is that even right? Yep. It's an old card. doesn't have a foil. And it's a card that taps for colorless. And on an opponent's turn, you can return it back to your hand. That doesn't sound special. But again, that helps you out with your landfall. And if you compare it to other lands that do something similar, like a Boro, which is a land that tap one you can bring it back to your hand that's a 30 dollar card um then there is the visions reserve list card which is also 30 plus dollars like um thawing glaciers comes back to your hand that's a 20 plus dollar card um those are all rares um this is common on common i wouldn't expect it to get up to 30 dollars but I can see it being a $10 card just because it's the cheapest version of a land that you can bring back to your hand on, on command. Um, I think it's only downfall is that you have to do it on other people's turns. So there's sure it makes it so it's not broken where that'd be broken. Yeah. If you could just bring it back <laughs> right. to your hand for nothing. Yeah. But, yeah. but even, even so, um, you know, in 
Omnath, it's a broken card mm-hmm. for landfall because again, Coral Helm retreat, you bring it back to your hand and then you have one of the creatures that tap to put a land in your play retreat on taps, your guy return your land and you just keep oh, on it's, doing it. It's an amazing card. I, yeah. I probably am going to buy this because even though Bruvac Bruvac has kind of a little sub theme of the landfall stuff. So yeah, it's giving me colorless, but hey, I'm one color. This is easy. Yeah. I pop this back I, to my hand, and that's sometimes what I'm waiting for is an actual land. So any landfall deck, this is amazing. Yeah. And at two yep. bucks for such an old card, yeah, it's uncommon, but that, <laughs> that almost doesn't matter. It's, you know, when it's that old of a set, you might as well just yeah. call it rare because not a lot of people have this. And its top price is like $5, and that came out uh, around... M19. I want to say when Lord Lord Windgrace came out. Yeah, that must be. Yeah. Because then you'd, you'd return it to your hand, use the Windgrace to discard a land card, which would be that card, and then draw two cards, and then you can bring it back and kind of like cycle it through a little bit. It's kind of on an t- uptick right now, and I guarantee you it's because of the landfall stuff in Zendikar Rising. Yeah. Yep. So I, I would I would try and jump on that pretty Pretty quick. soon. Yeah, I agree. That's a good pick. <laughs> Bye, bye, bye. Actually, bang, I might bang, as well bang. just play the whole thing. Oh, oh, oh. of the week, guys. Oh, oh. I love that song. It's good. It's a good one. <laughs> I, you, yeah. I mean, Mickey's appearance on it was a surprise to me. But Speaking of, did you uh, happen to watch the uh, pandemic special on South Park? No. Oh, Mickey makes a special appearance on that one as well. Ooh. Let's just say Disney. He helps with how the coronavirus starts by effing a bat. (laughs) (laughs) Oh boy. Yeah. It's pretty, uh, it's pretty crazy. If you get a chance, Disney's going to buy comedy central and just, shut down south park well uh, i believe comedy central is now owned by hbo oh okay all right so they're not gonna sell that off then yeah so now they can just go after them it's pretty uh it was pretty good it's a pretty good episode it talks about uh masks and they call them uh chin diapers because everybody just wears them on their chin yes uh i don't did i send that meme oh i did i sent that meme on uh text message or I was like it's Randy or the UPS guy comes up and he's like sir sir can you please put your chin diaper on I can't come close to you oh sorry and he puts his <laughs> over his chin uh, South Park's good I haven't watched South Park in years and I just happened to watch that special and it's pretty amazing balls. anyways alright so anything else we got that good all lands 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 all right well i think that should do it for this week we will catch you guys next week thanks for listening gout toes and all see ya bye see ya